welcome to episode four of the BCF ORG podcast, The Business of Business. I am your host, Brian Fisher. In episode three, we discussed the HR department. Today's episode four will be from the sales column, Consultative Selling. The four podcast categories are management, operations, sales, and financial. This podcast series focuses on the various subjects and topics to help you run a successful, profitable business. They are approximately 10 to 15 minutes long. Hopefully, you will find one or two takeaways to implement per episode. As I mentioned in episode one, a lot of us have industry skill sets, not necessarily business skill sets. These podcasts will help you on the business side. We are constantly faced with challenges. This will assist you in breaking down these challenges into smaller, manageable components. Now, let's move on to today's topic, consultative sales. Consultative selling is one of my favorite topics. I like to help people, and that's right where this topic fits. Of course, I like getting orders, too. When I first got into sales, it was all about feature function benefit, or FFB, of the product. The feature-function-benefit approach is more transactional than consultative. It was a few years before I had any formal sales training. How far off the mark was FFB for me? Consultative selling is an investigative sales approach that uses an open dialogue to identify and provide solutions to a customer's needs. It centers around the customer's pain point and needs by offering a solution to solve their problem, rather than the product being sold. Depending on the customer's needs, this can take some time. How many times have you been on joint sales calls where the other person jumps right into their product and does not even ask the customer what they need or what problem they are trying to solve? For me, too many. And I have seen them lose the customer shortly after they start speaking. That's when I jumped in and started asking questions. None of us likes to feel pressured into buying anything. A pushy salesperson appears to be more concerned with making the sale than helping the customer. Consultative selling avoids this by being solution-based and customer-centric. Essentially, the goal is to build a positive relationship with the customer by helping them solve their problems. You ask thought-provoking questions that help them identify and clarify their own pain points. Consultative selling is in stark contrast to transactional selling. Transactional selling is focused on the sale. Consultative selling also leads to the sale, but in a way that helps the customer succeed by providing the best solution for their needs. Ultimately, customers will steer themselves into making their best decision. Our job is to be understanding, an advisor, and providing the information they need to make their educated buying decision. And this makes all the difference. With consultative selling, you never view the customer as a number. Instead, you are a trusted advisor that provides value. By providing help and adding value, you are letting the customer know that you have their back. This is how you secure six and seven figure accounts and larger. Let's dig into some details. First, research, research, research. 
there's far more to understanding the customer than just asking questions. In consultative sales, you need to gather a lot of upfront information before having a conversation. Fortunately, we have the internet for this research phase. You should research their company, recent company news, social media profiles, and so forth. You should always do your research before contacting the customer. Now, we are ready to contact a customer and start asking questions. Here's an example of four types of consultative selling questions to ask. You can start by asking situation questions, problem questions, implication questions, and need payoff questions. Be sure to ask open-ended questions. Ask questions that start with the W's. Who, what, where, why, and when. Avoid asking questions that lead to yes or no answers. We are looking for what keeps them up at night and how we can help solve their needs. You may think you know everything there is to know about them by now. This is a mistake. The point is to allow the customer to volunteer the information themselves. You're contributing to the solution and building credibility. You also need to find out their budget. If the project is approved, funded, and the level of authority of the person you're talking with. Are they an end user, an influencer, decision maker, gatekeeper, your internal champion, or a person who controls the budget? You can find this out if you ask the right questions. Always be asking questions during the consultative sales process. Questions are your friend. Our goal here is to discover the customer's goals, their plan, their challenges, and their timeline. You're always going to be qualifying. They have goals, and so do you. They might or might not have a plan. They have challenges to overcome, a timeline, and a budget. Qualified customers give you the chance to help, be friendly, and sell. At times, a no is almost as good as a yes. The sooner you can identify if this is the right fit for your product or service, the better. You want to be spending your time and provide the most attention to opportunities that will turn into a sale. Focus on the customers that are the right fit for your business. I use a 5x5 matrix, where the columns are the various departments and the rows are the people within the department. That way all your eggs are not in one basket just in case your primary contact gets transferred or leaves the company. I marked on the matrix whether they were an influencer, decision maker, gatekeeper, etc. Not all the squares were filled in, but I wanted to know more about the company than any individual at the company. This becomes a natural tool once you've been blindsided a couple times. If you get pushback, you can try and find out what the consequences might be if they don't buy, like, what happens if you don't implement this solution? By using questions like that, you are there to help and provide value, but also to get the order. Listen, listen, listen. It's the most important thing we can do. We're talking about active listening, not passive listening. As you are actively listening, you need to be ready to respond. You're having a dialogue. When you respond, you should look for opportunities to provide information and value. This is not teaching about your product or service. There will be time for that. It's about helping them overcome their challenges and build a plan to reach their goals, which includes your solution. You are helping them help you. 
You'll need to be documenting everything you hear and repeat back or summarize at the end of the conversation. The goal is to make sure that everyone understands what the others are saying. All the information you gather helps you further qualify and work towards getting the order. You need to be attentive to their tone, pitch, and level of enthusiasm. This will help you decide on how to proceed. Always be listening. You must be careful not to give away too much knowledge. You need to balance the knowledge you give, the questions you ask, and the answers you get back. By now, you've determined that they have a budget and authority to purchase. It's time to close the sale. Properly done, the order is just another yes in the process. But be sure to ask for the order. The closing sequence should feel natural to both of you. Your retention rate with new customers will be high. We're always looking for repeat customers where the relationships are already established. No one has ever mentioned this to me, but eventually you will become personal friends with some of your customers. It's inevitable. You're in the same industry and you have similar interests. This can be a slippery slope. Be careful. Now, I'm not talking about corporate functions or events here. I had a long-time friendship with a manufacturer's rep. He changed jobs, and we became competitors. We decided that our friendship was very valuable and not to discuss business when we were together. And that was what we did. This friendship lasted for over 30 years until he passed away. I have another solid, lifelong friendship that happened the very first day we met. I don't know why this is not discussed, but it isn't. It's part of who we are. We are encouraged not to mix work and personal life. We get so focused on the business relationships that we never talk about the personal relationships we build. The only thing I can say here is stay professional and be true to yourself. Well, that's it for today's topic, Consultive Selling. In Episode 5, we'll move back over to the financial column or potentially have a guest. Where you are listening to this podcast click on follow to automatically be notified of future episodes. And feel free to share this podcast with people who you think may benefit. If you would like to reach out to me with any questions, ideas, or potentially be a guest, please go to bcforg.com. There's a red contact us button in the middle of the homepage. A LinkedIn symbol is on the upper right. Click on that if you would like to see my profile. These podcasts will be released the first and third Tuesday each month. In business, running a successful, profitable business is the ultimate scorecard. You are never done and can always be better. It tends to be more fun than work, frustrating at times, but can be very rewarding. I am Brian Fisher from BCF ORG Corp. Wishing you the best. Thanks. Thanks.